welcome back welcome back it's your girl jessica latoya johnson back again with another episode of pretty women pray too and i just would like to just you know give god the glory give god the praise that is due to his name you know jesus is so amazing jesus is the way the truth and the life and he's not just the way the truth and and the life because um the, the church is saying that or the church is speaking that but but he is the way the truth and the life if you have tasted and if you have seen that the lord is good you you have to you have to have a testimony. You have to have that. You have to understand that 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 God is that. And, and He said, "Taste and see that I am good." Taste, 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 taste. See, 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 see. We we, we we're gonna have have an understanding on tonight. The 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 title of our episode for tonight is "Encounter Me, Lord." I'm going to let that just seek in just a little bit. Encounter me, Lord. How, how many people are tired of just the same old experiences? I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want you to tell me about, about, about how it is. I need to taste it for myself. I need to taste and see that the Lord is good for myself. I don't want to, I don't want, want, want what my granny told me. I don't want none of that stuff. I don't want none of that religion. I don't want religion because guess what? I, I, how, how many are tired of going to church uh, Sunday after Sunday, Tuesday after Tuesday, Thursday after Thursday? How many tired of this same old church experience? See, 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 we, we all been been a church. We all understand that, uh, understand what, what the experience of church is like. We go in, we have Bibles, we have Sunday school at nine o'clock. We take a little 15 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute break. Then, then, then we, 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 we have, then we have. No, no, first, first, this is how I start off. We have prayer. Then after prayer, we take a break. We eat breakfast or, or whatnot. Then we have Sunday school. Then after Sunday school, we have worship. Then after worship, we have tithes and offerings. And then after tithes and offerings, we have a word. Then we go home, the same, ordering, cussing, fussing. Then we go back into the same routine. The same routine. We, we understand the experience. But, but how many know that we need an encounter? Hallelujah. Mm. We need an encounter. We need an encounter. I know that's making a whole lot of church folks mad. But, but we are tired of your church experiences. We're tired of this lukewarmness. We need an encounter. We need strongholds broken up for our lives. An encounter. An encounter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're just going to jump into the word of God because I, I believe that God wants to speak to you ladies, I believe that God wants to really speak. And, and a lot of times that's that, that's what's wrong 
We, we are so used to somebody speaking and we, we don't allow the Holy Ghost to move by his word because we want to we wanna sound good and we, wanna, we want people to hear out the hooping and the hollering. But sometimes it's time to just let the word do the talking. Amen, somebody. So the title again of this episode is Encounter Me, Lord. So, so the point that I want to, to stand out is to differentiate between an encounter and an experience. You may think or you may be saying, well, I thought that that's the same thing or people use that interchangeably. Well, some people do use that interchangeably. But when I begin to meditate and begin to have time for God, the Holy Spirit dropped this in my spirit. He downloaded this into my spirit and he said that my people need an encounter. My people need an encounter. See, you have to understand that that, that an experience lacks the supernatural presence of God. So when we go to church and we're not transformed and nothing is going on that's going to transform us, we're having nothing but a religious experience without the supernatural power of God breaking strongholds, seeing deliverance going forth. We, our whole city, our whole state, our whole world, hey, need an encounter with the Lord Jesus. We need an encounter. For example, we, we have Nicodemus. He was, he, was, he was a Pharisee. He was a, a religious ruler. Now, now, when Nicodemus, you have to understand that a first, the Pharisees was a religious ruler. They were, they studied the law. They was just law only. They didn't want nothing to do with what was going on with Jesus. But, but they understood because of the fame went out from coast to coast and through regions. Uh, they understood. They had an understanding. They had an experience of this Jesus. But they never had an encounter when Nicodemus went to Jesus by night. And some people may try to say that I'm theologically incorrect, but I am correct in the sense, if you will read your Bible, when when, when Nicodemus went to Jesus. And and, and the reason why Nicodemus went to Jesus, because he wanted an encounter but but if you ask, but 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 just ask me this uh, did Nicodemus receive the encounter with Jesus see see Nicodemus did not have any room to receive that encounter with Christ because he was so caught up on experiencing and experiences with the law See, Nicodemus didn't understand that you must be born again. See, Nicodemus didn't understand because his experiences was keeping him back from the encounter. How many of us allow our experiences to keep us back from encountering the power of God to to encountering the supernatural power of God breaking strongholds of poverty over our life. So you see, we have an experience of living paycheck to paycheck, but we don't have an encounter of being debt free. Or we don't have an encounter of starting our business and it's prospering into a multi-million dollar business. See, the reason why we're not having these uh, encounters is 
is because we're so used to experiencing the unknown. The, the the normal, not the unknown, but the normal. We so used to experiencing the day-to-day, the month-to-month, the year-to-year. Hmm. I'm going to let that seek in a little bit. Nicodemus could not encounter Jesus because he was so caught up on the way that things were, not the way that things could have been come. He did not become born again because he didn't understand his his faith was not developed enough to to receive what Jesus was saying when he said you must be born again. See, God was trying to give him a supernatural spiritual encounter, but because of Nicodemus lacked faith or lacked understanding or, 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 or he was too afraid or whatever it was that was going on with Nicodemus that he did not have an encounter with God because it's his experiences uh, held him in bondage. But God was there, the bondage breaker, trying to give him an encounter that was going to transform Transform his whole life, but Nicodemus made left sorrowful because he was not born again. God wants us to experience an encounter, to experience an encounter, not to experience an experience, but to have an encounter. Hallelujah! See, see, see. When when you have an encounter with God. It's going to do certain things in your life. See, see, when, when Moses had an encounter with God at the burning bush, it launched Moses uh, unto ministry. When, when, when Saul or Tarsus had an encounter with God, it launched him into ministry. And not only that, it broke something off of his life. See, 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 let, let, let's just, let's just, let's just slow it down a little bit. Let's go back to Moses. Because, see, see, Moses had an unusual encounter with God. Because after Moses killed, after Moses murdered, murdered a man, he fled and God called him there, right there, God called him. And, and, and the bush began to burn. And he looked at the bush and he wondered why the bush was, was on fire but, but not being consumed. And he turned his face away. And God spoke through the bush and said, Moses. And he said, here I am. How many know that God will catch you when you're running? When, when you're running into sin, when you're running in and out of sin, God will catch you to have an encounter with him so you won't have to continue to experience the mediocrity of life. The Bible tells us that God came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. How many are tired of having death? Their finances are dying 
They're dying in their health uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Their relationships are dying, uh, but God came that we may have an encounter because we have uh, the ministry of reconciliation. So anything that's dead in our life, uh, anything that's dry in our life, uh, God will breathe on it. We will begin to see God's supernatural power working in the earth uh, when we begin to have an encounter. But so many times uh, we don't want the encounter. We want to experience uh, things uh, day by day, the same old tired thing. Wake up and go to work. uh, Clock in and clock out. Come back home. Take a bath. uh, Eat dinner. Go to sleep. uh, Wake back up. uh, Do the same thing over and over again. But I need an encounter with God. I need an encounter with the Lord. Just like Moses had an encounter. Just like Moses had an encounter. And then when he began to do what the Lord said, God used him. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what God used him to do. This good right here. So, so God showed himself strong. And, and gave Moses an encounter. And, and, and you have to understand that Moses, uh, he, he, he wasn't qualified for the task. That's why you are not qualified. You cannot get God's glory. When God begins to bless you and put his glory on you and in you and use you, you cannot get the glory. God gets the glory. So Moses uh, was inadequate. He did not feel that he was able. He said, Lord, who am I? Who am I? I ain't nobody. Who am I to go tell Pharaoh that you said to let my people? Who? who, who? You, you telling me to go tell Pharaoh a whole king and I ain't nobody. I done just flee from this man's palace or, or whatnot. And now I'm going to go back after I done killed the man and somebody witnessed me kill this man. Lord, what, what are you trying to set me up for failure? But guess what? Moses went back and God was with him. And so when he began to tell Moses, I mean, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And he began to lead the children of Israel out of the hand of Pharaoh. Next thing you know, they, they running, they running. The, the, the Pharaoh's chasing them, demons chasing them, all these people chasing them or whatnot. Then they, then they, then they come to a roadblock, a roadblock. How many are tired of coming to a roadblock in your life? Everything dead. You can't get a better job. You get this degree and you get that degree and it's still meaningless. So we get to this roadblock in life. We get right here to this dead end, right where the children of Israel is. Uh, right here. We can't go through this body of water. We can't get through these bills. Uh, the debt is too high. Lord, how we going to get across? Uh, next thing you know, Ro- Moses raised his hand up and next thing you know, the Red Sea opens and make a pathway of dry land. So the children of Israel begin to go. The children of Israel begin to go. And Pharaoh begin to chase behind. Pharaoh and his army begin to chase the children. And next thing you know, they were drowned in the water while the, the children of Israel continued to go. God is about to drown your enemies. God is about to drown your enemies. God is about to drown your enemies. Somebody needs to be shouting because they're enemies are being drowned right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ain't got to live paycheck to paycheck because Jesus is drowning your enemies because he came 
Hallelujah. We so used to somebody telling us, build this credit, do this, get this, get that. Lord, I, if it was up to me, I'd be so, I'd be messed up, God. And we just got to keep it real. If it, if it, if I had anything to do with my salvation, I'd be messed up, Lord. I am a wreck. I am a mess. I am a mess. God, help me. Help me, God. Keep me in your love. Help me to stay connected. Help me to stay committed. And sometimes you have to have this talk with God. Because, because our righteousness is as, as a filthy rag. We don't have no righteousness. We don't have it. We need an encounter with God so he can cleanse us up. And when, and when we begin to have the encounter and we allow God to come on the inside and transform us, then someone will say, that girl different. She didn't have an encounter with Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, bye, bye, bye. Shots out your core. She didn't have an encounter with God because there ain't nothing about her the same. She don't talk the way she used to talk. She don't walk the way she used to walk. She don't drink the way she used to drink. She don't even drink anymore. Hallelujah. She ain't fornicating anymore. Hallelujah. She's not looking into man to fulfill the void because she had an encounter with Christ. She had an encounter with the almighty God. I'm here to tell you that when you touch God, when you encounter Christ, you'll never be the same. Anybody ever, ever encounter Christ, then you will understand when you encounter Christ, things change. When you become in Christ, all things pass away. All things behold. All things become new. All things become new. And that's not a religious saying. It's the truth. That's why the Bible continues to tell us to taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good when you encounter God bringing you out of some deep pits. Oh, when you encounter God bringing you out of the miry clay. When you encounter God. Hallelujah. When you encounter God, you would understand. You you will understand for yourself. Hallelujah. It's not about accepting. Experiencing. It's about it's about encountering God. Because see, the Pharisees experienced God and they were never transformed. The Bible tells us that Jesus told the Pharisees, unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. The reason that we're not having encounters is because we really don't even understand who God is. We really don't even understand that Jesus is he. That Jesus is the one who died for our sins. We don't understand that it was God manifested in the flesh. We don't understand that the miracles that Jesus did was by the power of Almighty God. And you may say, well, sister, how could Jesus and God be the same person? You may say, well, I never read that in my Bible, but it takes you to have an encounter with the Almighty God for you to understand that Jesus was God manifested in the flesh, that Jesus is the Word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You will only understand that by having an encounter. Having an encounter with God. Having an an encounter with God. So you have to understand that that the first point is that, that having an encounter will launch you into ministry. Because once you have these encounters, 
You don't keep it to yourself. You go out and you share. And, and when you begin to share, you don't do it grudgingly because that encounter is going to push you to want to share the message. And we're just going to see for ourselves by reading the word of God, because I, I know I didn't talk already and I didn't say that I want God to do the talking. Yeah, it sounded good, but just got carried away. So forgive me. So point two that I want to make is that having an encounter will deliver you from demonic strongholds. So we're just going to read on an example about that. And we're going to read in the gospel of Mark chapter five, starting at verse one. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the gatherings. And when he was come out of the ship, Jesus immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him. No, not with chains because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him. And the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting. But when he saw Jesus afar off, hey, when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him and cried with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with thee? Jesus, thou son of the most high God, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there night into the mountain a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him saying, send us into the swine that we may enter unto them. And for which Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and seen him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Mm. How bid Jesus suffered him not? But said unto him, 
Go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for you and had compassion on you. And he deported and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done to him. And all men did marvel. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And all men did more. See, when you have an encounter with Jesus, your whole life begins to turn around. Your whole life begins to be transformed. I'm talking about from your money. I'm talking about from your health. I'm talking about everything concerning you begins to change because you had an encounter. This man had an encounter with Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm talking about nothing in this world could tame this man. Nobody in the world, nothing, 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 nothing. This man lived among the tombs with the dead. There was no hope for this man. And I don't know what you're going through, women, but I'm here to tell you that even in your hopeless situation, that Jesus is about to pass you by and give you an encounter so you can throw your old experiences away so you can say I have put those things behind me and I press forward toward the mark of the high calling that is in Jesus Christ hallelujah I press forth and now you know that when you become engaged in Christ that all things change all things, all things. We need an encounter from you, God. We need an encounter from the Lord. It's time out for plain church. It's time out from being religion. It's time out for living paycheck to paycheck. It's time out for eating the same old food, watching the same old movies, waking up, going to sleep, waking up, going to sleep. Oh, we need an encounter from you, God. Hallelujah. We need a revival in our soul. We need a revival. And when you begin to see that you are transformed, evangelizing will come naturally because you want to tell everybody what the Lord has done. Just like this man, he was clothed. He was clothed in nothing but shame, depression, hurt, torment, a legion of demons, a legion of demons. Many, many. The purpose of the enemy was to killed that man. That's why when they got cast out of him and went into the swine, the swine committed suicide because these demons were deadly. These demons was deadly and that's why he lived among the tombs where the dead people were because his life was dead and dry and over with. But I'm here to tell you that once you have an encounter with God, I'm here to tell you that everything will live because Jesus is the God of the resurrection Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he is the resurrection. I'm here to tell you that all things is about to be made new. I'm here to tell you that you are about to have a resurrection. You are about to have an encounter with God. I'm here to tell you that Jesus is about to pass you by, and you need to cry out and worship him. Hallelujah. Worship the living God. Worship the living God. He is able. Worship the living God. Worship the living God. Jesus is his name. Jesus is his name. Jesus is his name. And have an encounter. Woo! When Jesus passed anybody up, 
everybody that he passed up, they had an encounter. Jesus did not come that you may have the same experiences in life. Jesus came to interrupt your program. Let me say that one more time. Jesus came to interrupt your program. Jesus came to change the channel on your life. Jesus came to do exceedingly, abundantly what you may ask or even think of. Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. See, when you have an encounter with God, it it, 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 it makes you understand that God is a provider. When Elijah was hungry and God sent the raven to feed him. See, he had an encounter with God. He had an encounter with God because that was supernatural. How many need a supernatural encounter with God? I don't need nobody telling me. Well, Jesus did this. Jesus, I need to feel Jesus. I need, I, need, I need Jesus to do something in my life. Now, I understand your testimony and I understand that, but but I need something unique and special for me. How do I taste? Hey, how do I taste God for myself when the whole world is powerless? How do I know that Jesus is real when I don't even understand anything? How do I know? How do I know? How do I know when you got a million hospitals and everybody dying and ain't nobody healing the how should I believe and why should I believe on this Jesus when your life is raggedy? How and why should I believe on this Jesus when I haven't seen anything? Lord, oh, by my shot, help our unbelief. Lord, we need an encounter. Oh, encounter us right now, God, that we may be effective witnesses. Oh, by my shots at your core. Oh, Lord, rest upon your people. Oh, Lord, before midnight pass, encounter them. Encounter your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, God, Lord, that we don't want to be the same anymore. Encounter your people right now. Oh, encounter me, Lord. Encounter me. Oh, Move by your spirit, God. The Lord has come to interrupt your program. We will never have an experience again because God is giving us an encounter. Love you.